Welcome to volume two of the Power Narrative Podcast. I am your host, B. Green, aka Belief Narrative, empowering you through awareness, inspiration, and motivation through the power of story. If you enjoy your time here in the power plant, don't be shy. Let me know about it. Like, subscribe, comment, and hit that notification bell. My people, it is so good to be back with you. The last time we were together, I made a lot of promises. Some I am super excited to be able to deliver on today. Others, they are in the works. There is, however, one discrepancy. In order to keep the promise to reformat this platform to be able to better serve and equip you, I had to break the other promise with only being gone for a month and a half. Now, in that time that I was gone, there was a six month spiritual journey that took place of epic proportions. And I will share that with you as the podcast goes on. I've been away so long, I feel it necessary to reintroduce you to the newly upgraded power plant and the updated podcast where once a month we will begin journeying through a series and going in depth into powerful empowering concepts that are all connected to that one central idea. And as promised, at the end of the month, we close it out with the highly anticipated new interview segment known as the AMP Hour, where a special guest will be joining us, amping us up through the power of their story. The entire platform has been upgraded. As right now, you can go to the website and schedule life empowerment coaching. And also, you can pick yourself up belief affirmation wear products. These are all to keep your energy high and undeviatingly focused towards accomplishing your goals. Without further ado, welcome to this month's series known as the reboot, where we explore the processes and purpose of restarting. And we begin our journey with the empowering concept of reintroduction. Let's plug in. A young man worked at the hospital in environmental services, EVS for short, and his day, or rather the difficulty of his day, was more associated to who he was working with rather than what his cleaning assignments were. There was this one particularly special charge nurse who seemed to have it in for him. I mean, she gave him the blues all the time, just known for being domineering, bossy, and just talking down to him like he was a peon. It got so bad that one day, one of the other nurses pulled the charge nurse aside and said, you know, why are you so mean to such a hard worker? You just really don't have to be so rude. Her reply, <laughs> saying it loud enough for him to hear, 
Who? Him? He pushes a mop bucket, for goodness sakes. You know, this is what's wrong with society these days. I'm just so sick and tired of everyone being so sensitive. Like, everyone has to get a medal for participation. Let's be honest. We're the ones around here who are actually saving lives. This guy, he probably won't even be here in six months to a year. We're the ones who are dedicated. And... Sure enough, six months later, the young man was no longer working in EVS. He actually came back to the hospital as an ER tech. Now, you would think that this nurse's tune would have changed. Oh, no. It got even worse as she continued to demean him as he did his job and did his job well. As circumstances would have it, That nurse and her family had to relocate out of town due to family issues. And 15 years later, she was able to move back her and her family back into town. She was looking for work and she told her husband, you know what? It's a given. All I have to do is make a few phone calls and I can get my old job back at the hospital. And that's what she did. Well, she was encouraged to uh, reapply, and sure enough, a few days later, she got an interview. She shows up to the hospital, and she's instructed to go sit in the office of the person who is going to interview her and wait for that person because they would be with her shortly. So she sits down and starts looking around and getting comfortable, preparing what it is that she's going to say. And who should walk into the room to interview her? None other than that man from so many years ago, the mop bucket pushing insignificant guy from EVS, whom she didn't even find it important enough to learn his name. Before sitting down to interview her, he walks over and extends his hand and says, I'd like to reintroduce myself. I am nurse practitioner Malik Watkins, director of nursing. She shook his hand, (laughs) stunned, takes a deep breath, and says, well, I guess this interview was over before it started. She starts gathering up her stuff and as she's walking out, he says, really? Are you gonna let who you used to be stop you from becoming who you could be? Because on paper, I see the career of an extremely skilled nurse. And I took this interview to find out if your compassion had grown to meet that skill. Has it? Now, there are several principles that we can get from this story, but we're going to overlook the obvious ones and take a different perspective. You may have known me way back when I was in the midst of this and wholeheartedly believed in that. And based upon the circumstances of how and when we met, you may think that you know me. 
Well, I assure you, I am not the same person I was six months ago, much less six years ago. Now, there are three components that make reintroduction possible. A change of mind, growth and familiarity. If growth is what you desire, you're going to have to become unfamiliar with certain situations, certain thought processes and certain people. Now, this unfamiliar territory can be more frightening for some than the unhealthy routines that someone is trying to change. The main principle here is nothing finite stays the same, even if it may appear to. The healthy response to this fact is to grow with the life cycle and not fight against it. Like any great story, there is a beginning, a middle, an end, and then a new beginning. There are people who refuse to accept change. And by refusing change, they also refuse growth. A family member posted this profoundness. Most people die at 30 and are buried at 70 or 80. Just sit with that for a second. They misinterpret seasonal for permanence and mess around trying to get that old thing back. And when they lose that fight, they shut down and attempt to exist in the past rather than learn and grow from it. Now, you may not be able to change the situation, but you can change your relationship with the situation. Remember, it's not about where you are, but about where you are headed. And we have to get away from this idea that our identity is wrapped up in circumstance. Once you make the decision to be dedicated to growth and people try to attempt to treat you the way that they used to, don't trip. Kindly reintroduce yourself as who you are now or reintroduce yourself as who you are becoming. With that new boundary set, they can either accept it or reject it. But bottom line, you're the one who decides who is in your circle and who is not. One of my favorite reintroduction stories in scripture has to be between Joseph and his brothers. Now, Joseph could not become the earthen vessel that the creator would use to bless nations if he had allowed the pain of the past to block his progression of growth. And yes, awful things happened and they still do. <laughs> Oh, the people that threw you away. Oh, the people that misused you, mistreated you, plotted against you, left you for dead once they thought that they couldn't get anything else out of you. All those people, all those situations, all those awful things can be used as a part of your reintroduction story if you use it as fertilizer from which to grow. 
Oh, when you give yourself over to the power of the concept of the reboot for the right reasons, your reintroduction story is going to be so powerful and your growth is going to be irrefutable. Trust me when I say I'm not on some childish vengeful look at me now type stuff. If that was the case, we would be focusing the rest of this story on Joseph's brother's reaction to the reintroduction. But what we're focusing on is Joseph's reaction to the big picture of the story of his life that allowed the reintroduction to happen. Because see, he at that point had the power But he understood that the power was given to him by the same one who protected him when he felt powerless. You do yourself, your gift and the people whom your gift was meant to bless a great disservice when you allow bitterness to eat away at the person you are becoming. Now, when you realize like Joseph, that what you thought was meant to break you, was sent to make you, with tears of gratitude, you'll be able to reintroduce the new you to the old you that was in the midst of this and wholeheartedly believed in that and say, I know there were times that you couldn't see it, but this, this new me, this new us was what it was all for, was what it was all about. Thank you for not giving up on us. The challenge question is this, what are you struggling to accept? What areas in your life do you need to become unfamiliar with so that the real you can grow? And who is waiting on you to reintroduce yourself that needs the gift that you were designed to share? To change the narrative in your life? Take the next step. Invest in yourself and book a life strategy coaching session with me at www. BeliefInteriorDesign.com Let's start the journey of making belief reality.